Welcome back Norfolk Enjoyers. Now if you are joining us from uh, episode 10 part 1 then you will realise that we got a little bit over enthusiastic about discussing the North Norfolk coast. Well it's understandable. Really it's, understandable. it's impossible yes. not to. How yes. can you not? Basically, There's so much to talk about, so much to do, yep. so much to enjoy. There is. Um, So we decided for um, ease of listening to split episode 10, um, the last episode of season one of the Norfolk and Good podcast, into two sections. Yeah, made sense, made sense. Indeed. And this is the second section. So from here, we're going to carry on um, round the coast uh, and see where we end up. So we're heading out of um, Cly. Yep, leaving Cly. Along the, yep, leaving Cly along the uh, along the coast road. Yep, and we're heading over to Blakeney. Mm. Uh, love Blakeney as well. Love Blakeney. It's fabulous, yep. fabulous. Yeah, you you could you could bypass it basically, couldn't you? Along the coast road, you have to go down. There's a there's a, there's a road that goes in and out of Blakeney. It's not yes. one way system, but um, it goes in and out. A very yeah. tiny road down. Um, but then you appear at the harbour. Mm. You could bypass fabulous. it, but you would be a fool. You would. Because <laughs> you'd you be would. missing a tree. I always go down there, yeah, just to, just to have a have a look. Mm. Um, I went down that time when I was up there at Christmas. Oh, and it was so lovely. Beautiful. Yeah. And that, I, took, I took a picture of that boat that was all, had Lit some up, lights on things. On yes. You've got to go yeah. down there. I love the harbour there with all the all the boats mm. moored up along there. It's a very it's pretty, nice little place, yeah. yeah. And you've got... Um, you've got the Blakeney Hotel. The Blakeney Hotel, the yeah, which is fabulous and yeah. lovely. And yeah. I know lots of people Beautiful. who've spoken to us said that they've got great memories of staying there. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so yeah. highly praised. Yeah. Really lovely. We popped in there for, for food sometimes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's an amazing hotel. And so sometimes there, the tides are so high, aren't they? It comes up over the Is that the one where wall. the cars all end up in the water at Blakeney? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Because we often see some yeah. on social media say the local harbour... I want to say harbour master, but the people that look after the harbour, yeah. they'll often put out warning pictures of people that park too close, and then yeah. the tide comes in. And actually, this happens at a variety of places along the North Norfolk. It does, place, yeah. It, yeah, when you get the spring they end up high with their, tides and things, their yeah. cars sort of half underwater. Yeah, <laughs> nightmare. Not good. Not so, good. To be honest, you can see how it's easily done because we've left places before, and suddenly roads you came in on are underwater. Yeah, you've got to be very careful with the tides in North yeah, Norfolk. Yeah, very careful. Um, so yeah, so uh, well, Blakeney was a commercial seaport until the of early twentieth century. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now the harbour's silted up, and only small boats can make their way out yeah. past Blakeney Point ah. to the sea. Yes, um, Blakeney Point. Yep. Yeah, National Trust, nature reserve, where yeah. you can see the seals. You can. You can get um, boats out seals. from the harbour there. Yes, you can. That take yeah. you on the seal trips. Yeah. And. Yeah, if you're coming, you've got to. You've got Again, to go it's another real Norfolk bucket list kind of item. You've yeah. got to go and see the seals. It's a wonderful spectacle, it, isn't it? You've got to follow the um, uh, National Trust Norfolk Coast um, on social media because they always oh, put yeah, out yeah. Uh, information about the wildlife out there and it's particularly like seals. images as well, don't And they? it's record-breaking, the number of seal pups that they have there each year. Normally yes. breaks a record year on, year on. Amazing. It's, it's amazing what they've they're done. Because they're largely, they're, they're, you know, it's not even like we were talking about horsey a couple of um, episodes back. Yeah. It's so undisturbed out there because they're remote essentially, aren't they? Yeah. You know, you can, I think you can, can you access it by land at all? Sometimes. I, I, I'm, not all... sure. mm. I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. You probably can, but... Um, but not always, though, no, anyway, I don't no. think. But you can, you can walk... I know you can walk quite far out towards Blakeney Point when yeah. the tide's low, I believe, but I don't know if you can access it. Um, so, again, like Cly, yes. Blakeney had a reputation for acts of piracy. Uh, what, what, last week, or...? <laughs> 
so back in the 1300s. It was quite, it was quite the pirate haunt, apparently. Um, Many a foreign merchant ship which sought shelter in um, Blakeney found its cargo stolen. (laughs) They were not adverse, the men of Blakeney, apparently, from what I've read. (laughs) Obviously, in the interests of equality, there could have been some women involved. Yes. Um, But they were not averse to boarding vessels um, and then stripping them of their cargo. Really? (laughs) Yes, seriously. And apparently, I read this, this is a direct quote, such was the lawlessness of the residents that the village refused to supply a ship for the battle against the Spanish Armada. Right. <laughs> so that was Blakeney. They were basically a law unto themselves. Lawlessness on the North of the residents. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. They wouldn't even comply with a direct order from the king, I assume. Um, I think a lot has changed in Blakeney. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Now it's a popular tourist resort. Um, yep, it's got the Blakeney Hotel, obviously. It's got a caravan yeah. site. Um, uh, offers lots of activities, crabbing, fishing, canoeing, bird watching. Um, and and Blakeney Point, which as well as the um, seals, uh, up to a hundred species of birds can be found throughout the year. Wow! So again, one for amazing. the binoculars. I know it's, it's it's amazing. I I don't know whether you can whether you can just take the boat out there, like you said, or mm. whether you can actually get on there and see the, um, or whether it's just for National Trust wardens. Hmm. But um, we'll have to investigate. Yeah, it's um, it's it's but amazing. Blakeney itself, well amazing. worth well worth a visit. Oh, definitely. Heading out of um, Blakeney mm-hmm. after yep. a lovely... If you've managed to escape the pirates. Yeah, the, and the lawless residents. <laughs> <laughs> um, but after a lovely lunch at the Blakeney Hotel. Of course, yeah. Yeah, heading out, um, you'll come across um, Stiffkey. Stiffkey. Mm-hmm. Stiffkey. Yeah, nice. And, um, you know, I, I there's a number of things I like about Stiffkey. Some people don't like it because of the road that goes through, <laughs> and it, sometimes you can you can get stuck there and queued up. I actually love that, yeah, because it slows you down. It re- yes, it really does. That, you know, yeah. and I'm not a rapid person anyway, so I like to go at my own pace, and uh, I like the fact that you have to queue through there sometimes. Yeah, it's a very as long as everyone's polite. As long as everyone's polite. Sometimes in the height of summer, it's a bit of a hotspot yeah. tension. But I, I like that. It's very the, the roads are very go very narrow at some yeah. points, and all the properties. So yeah. I like that. Stiffy's very pretty. Yeah, and um, one thing you got to watch out for mm. when you're when you're driving through there is mm-hmm. the Doctor Who TARDIS. Mm. Tell now me you more. haven't seen that, have you? Well, I, well, I, I, think I might you, have. I can't remember to be honest. It doesn't come to, m- to I my. I think it's day. still there. Yeah. Um, well, I hope it is. I have to mention now, but um, <laughs> yeah, you're driving through. If you're driving west through, mm-hmm. if you could through keep Stiffy. a lookout, yep. Yeah, Keep a lookout on your on on your right. Mm-hmm. You'll see a blue. Just tardis. by the side of the road. Uh, it's in somebody's garden. Oh, okay, yeah. and you say it's a full size replica tardis. Well, it looks like it. Unless, to me. of course, it's the real tardis. Could be. <laughs> Which I'll be lucky then if it's not there and it is there. It's probably gone somewhere else for a there bit. There you go. That's yeah. what you can claim. But keep, an, keep an eye out for it. Mm. And I'd like you, uh, if anybody's going through, let me know it's still there. Ah, yes, yeah, okay. and we will have a look ourselves this summer when we go up to the coast. We will. A couple of things I like about Stiffkey, um, they've got a good campsite. They have. Camped at Stiffkey, which is really nice. It's yes. quite a, a au naturel kind of campsite in a way. It's quite traditional, but it leads yeah. right down to the um, marshes, Marshes, yeah, yeah, which is really, really nice. Um, Stiffy Saws as well. It's quite Stiffy, nice. Yeah. yeah, if yeah. you're going through, yeah. they do um, some nice little snacks and that sort of thing you can pick up there. Yeah, we're... St- with Stiffkey, there's um, mm. there's been some debate over the years of whether it's actually called Stiffkey mm. or Stooky. 
it's pronounced Stuky. Stuky or Stiffky, yes. Uh, now, what camp do you fall in? Well, I fall in the Stiffkey. Stiffkey? Definitely yeah. Stiffkey. So sounds are spelt? Yes. Mm, okay. Definitely Stiffkey. Uh, being from Norfolk, obviously, <laughs> so you're I'm pretty sure it is just called Stiffkey. Well, yeah, you say that, but I have heard the local pronunciation is Stuky, and I will tell you why I think it could be mm. true. Okay, is um, if you just look at things like Haysborough, actually spelt Happersburg, Wyndham would be Wymundham. They are, in my mind. And isn't there a, isn't there a pronunciation of Stratton Strawless that's completely different to how it's spelled? Oh, I don't know. I can't no, remember you what know it is. You're going <laughs> I can't remember. Anyway, if you have any news, uh, or if you know where the Stiffkey is genuinely in Norfolk, supposed to be pronounced Stuky, then do let us know, listeners. Um, one thing I will say before we leave Stiffkey is um, uh, Stiffkey Blues. Yes. So yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, special foods that come from um, the area around Stiffkey. Um, they're special because the mud beds, um, they're, they're a type of cockle. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, And the mud beds that the cockles live in give the shells a distinctive blue tinge. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So know about them. Yeah. They are uh, blue shell cockles and they are known as, now you're going to like this, Stuky Blues. No. <laughs> <laughs> they are, they are. Um, and also, interestingly enough, Farrow and Ball, makers yeah. of fancy posh paint, have got a colour <laughs> called Stiffkey Blue. Oh, called Stiffkey Blue. Well, it's written Stiffkey Blue. It could be pronounced <laughs> Stiffkey Blue. Um, and apparently this inky blue is named after the Norfolk beach where the mud, along with the cockles, share a particular deep navy hue. Lovely. Onwards. On our coastal tour. Oh, yes, yes. Um, we're going to leave um, Stiffkey or Stuky, <laughs> as Andrew's getting increasingly crosser that I'm calling it. Um, and we're going to Wells next to sea. Lovely. Lovely Wells. Yes. Now, I've got a few facts about Wells. Oh, nice. Before we kick off with our memories great, great. of the place. Great, Love facts. Um, so, Wells is a traditional fishing port and seaside town. Okay. It still is, unlike the others, isn't it? Still is uh, massive for fishing. It's still, but yeah, yeah, still yeah. quite more yeah. active. The others are a little bit. Some of the others are. Yeah, a few, a few but no. no. But I see wells as where it's a got lot very of it active comes from. Still. Yeah, yeah. So the town's name, you might be interested to know, um, yeah. derives from spring wells, of which wells used to have several yeah. rising through the chalk of the area. Now, there's only one remaining original spring well that gave wells its name. Do you uh, know yes. where it is, Andrew? I do, and I've seen it. Oh, ah, I thought yes. you might have done. I've been <laughs> up close where? and personal with that well. With Wells Well. Yeah. <laughs> the Wells Well. The Wells Well one. <laughs> Go on. I have. It is, it is in the garden of mm-hmm. the old custom house. The former custom house. Yeah. Fabulous. I have some interesting facts about said custom house. So it was built in 1560, located oh, on the yeah. East Quay. And again, I just love these. I love these stories about the North Norfolk case. The authorities were attempting to rein in the activities of smugglers and pirates. Oh, more. All the way along the coast. (laughs) Well, as we heard about, um, was it Blakeney? (coughs) Blakeney. The inhabitants of Blakeney. They were... Clive, as well. <laughs> they were a pretty feisty lot. Um, now, um, next door was the Royal Standard Inn, um, which was apparently a very lively haunt uh, in the 18th century. Um, I, bet it, I bet it was. And that was possibly why the Custom House was 
um, was was sort of located next to it because most apparently most of the smugglers and pirates frequented the Royal Standard Inn, <laughs> but so did um, Horatio Nelson. Hey. Yeah, it was frequented ah. by a young Horatio Nelson. And yeah. not only that, but it doubled as the first rural post office in Norfolk. Oh. Indeed. Wow. So where we fact. live, we've got a post office in a pub. But it's well, not yeah. a new idea, it would seem. Uh, they could I also thought it was. They could also post yeah. with their pints. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> fabulous. So Wells, uh so Obviously, it's got that fabulous, fabulous maritime history, nautical yeah. history, um, naughty and nautical history with pirates, <laughs> like what I've done there. Um, it's uh, it's renowned now. It's a really lovely holiday location, great for day visits. Got yeah. Wonderful, expansive sandy beach and dunes, beach huts, pine trees, shops and pubs. Yeah. Um, Crabbing as well, crabbing off the harbour game. Oh, off the, yeah, off the quayside, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. actually, I was going to say, so sort of my memories of going to Wells yeah. is eating chips on the quay. Yes, oh, Eating definitely. chips on Wells Quay, yeah. again, is um, it's an absolute must if you're coming to Norfolk. Yeah. It's got to be done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we used to park up behind the pine woods, walk down through them, through the dunes to get to the beach. We spent okay. many a happy day on the beach, yeah. which always ended horrifically with having to wash the sand off our feet in the world's coldest tap <laughs> in the car park. <laughs> However, I am not the only one, um, because we were recently speaking to um, some of our followers on Instagram about their memories of the North Norfolk coast, Sarah Louise, and she said, you can't say you've been to the beach in Norfolk without having found a freezing tap to wash your feet off under. <laughs> There you go. And still, there will always be half the beach in your shoes when you get home. Yeah, yeah. So true. And it must they must pipe that water from somewhere really, really cold. The Arctic. <laughs> it, was, it didn't matter how hot um, the day was. Yeah. That, that was always... It traumatised me so much that I think probably there were some days I'd rather have not gone on the sand because yeah. I had to wash my feet under that tap in the car park. <laughs> Horrible. Um, but we used to... Yeah, so we used to we used to go onto the beach and we also do, did a bit of cockling, which I mentioned at the very start of our podcast yeah, season, did. I think. Yes. Um, cockling yeah. in Wells. Smells of Norfolk. Smells of Norfolk, indeed, yeah. <laughs> um, and so we used to dig, take our buckets and spades and dig for cockles in the kind of oily mud that they had. It was quite black. Lovely. On Wells Beach. Sounds, sounds joyful. <laughs> we end up covered in black mud, really, really, and then have to go and wash our feet. And yeah, it's not, I'm not really bigging up the day out in Wales, <laughs> but I can I can tell you now that we've had some really lovely visits since those days when I that they were childhood visits. Yeah, we've gone back since. We've played in the arcades. We've done a bit of shopping, oh, and eating. The arcades. That is one of my biggest memories of, of in Wales, Wales. Is the arcades? Ah, yeah. And I hope you do remember. Because it is the place that I won bag a bagpuss on the on the grab machine. <laughs> oh, that the claw, first the claw the claw the first time I've ever <laughs> won any, ever won yay, anything out of one of those bagpuss. Yeah, I we did. still have bagpuss. I forgot that he came from Wells actually. Yep, oh, from that arcade oh, on the front. I hope it, hopefully it's still there. What the arcade? Yeah, it's I think Grey's it's, Amusements mm, or something like know, that. I think. Don't know. But anyway, so. Um, we also had the privilege uh, a couple of years ago of um, eating on the albatross. Yes. Which had been a bucket list item of mine for ages. So yeah, we've been we to, I've it, been though. going to Wales since I was tiny and they've always had this, they've had this um, old boat moored in the quay called the albatross and it's and it always advertised selling Dutch pancakes and we yeah. finally did it and we got on there and it was just as fabulous as I'd, as I'd always imagined. Awesome pancakes, awesome atmosphere. 
music. It was, it was teeny weeny, wasn't it? But we yeah. had to all budge up together while a man came and played live music. It was absolutely, yeah. it was so epic. But it's been removed at the moment. Although yes. I hear it's being sort of refurbished and refitted. Okay. And it's going to be returned, but I think probably as a cafe. So probably okay. not quite the former Albatross vibe, but okay. hopefully, okay. So definitely something we'll, ex- we'll be exploring and looking oh, yeah. forward to. As long as they serve coffee and cake <laughs> and the old sausage roll, I am there. Oh, but the pancakes. I know. <laughs> so it's also, Wells was um, once connected to the National Rail Network and served by its own station. Right. But now there is a light railway between Wells next to the sea and Walsingham, the yes, WWLR, yes. which we yeah. also mentioned. Wells Walsingham Light Rail. Indeed. We mentioned yeah. that in a previous podcast, I'm sure. We did, Which yeah. is a fabulous novel family activity. But, 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 but. Yeah. Not only has it been there for, oh, it must be 40 odd years now, it is the longest 10 and a quarter inch narrow gauge steam railway in the world. Really? <laughs> Indeed, yeah. In Wells and Wales. Yeah. Amazing, isn't it? It's fabulous fun. We had wow. such, I mean, apart from the, just the whole experience is amazing. Yeah. And you feel a little bit like you're sort of giants on a tiny, <laughs> tiny train because it's a miniature, but it's not like super miniature, like no. the one at Eaton Park, is no, it? No, no. It's like no, it's a little in bit between. Mini- yeah. And you can go. In a carriage that's kind of covered, yeah. or you can be in the yeah. open air, can't you? Yeah, and the um, views are amazing. You go through fields and yeah. countryside, and you see see the sea, and you go along, and it's just it's a really wonderful experience. We highly recommend that. And they uh, they sometimes do a like a trail, don't they? Like an yeah. Easter, and you have to spot as you're going along. Yes, a thing is on the railway. So once we did, it was like a fairyland, an enchanted railway trail or something, and they yeah. were like cutouts of fairies along the way, and you had to tick it's them off on good. a chart, and that was really yeah. good fun. It's Highly recommend that. Yeah. yeah, lovely thing to do that. The walls and um, the Wells and Walsingham Light Railway. Before we leave Wells, um, and again, we hope to return there soon because it is yeah, a fantastic yeah. Norfolk location. Um, a bit about Wells food. So it's renowned for its shellfish, as we mentioned, for its cockles yep. and whelks from the black mud. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, samphire. Samphire. Yep. Samphire, yeah. Yep. And, of course, fish and chips. Oh, of course, yeah. It's, yeah. You've got a couple of fish and chip shops. Along there, yes. two big ones on the front. I think it's, it's yeah. just great, isn't it? And uh, as we've said, eating um, chips on Wells Quay is an essential part of any North Norfolk holiday. Yes, it has to be done. Yeah, to be honest, you can actually eat your fish and chip way along the coast, can't you? Well, <laughs> which, we, we tend to, <laughs> which we, we have done on several occasions. Yeah. Whenever we do camp up there, we have it at least three, two well, or three it's times. A, it's a staple yeah, diet, isn't it? It's fabulous, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yes. Where next? Where's next? Well, if you're in Wales, mm-hmm. instead of um, driving along, mm-hmm. you can... Um, if you've managed to find a parking yeah. place in Wales. Stay there. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> Head up to the beach uh-huh. and you can walk all the way along the beach. Yeah. So you can either go uh, along the beach with all the sand dunes and everything mm. like that. Um, or you can take go slightly inland through the pine trees mm. and you can walk all the way along to Holcombe Beach. Ah, yep. Yep. Fantastic beach. Yep. Often voted a top beach in the UK and sometimes the world, I think. It's fabulous. Used for films and all that sort of thing, isn't it? Yes, yeah. yeah. I think it was Holcomb that was featured at the end of Shakespeare in Love with Gwyneth Paltrow. I might be wrong, but I think it was. Um, One of many famous sort of Norfolk film locations. But so big. Vast. Vast space there, isn't it? Vast expanse of sand, sea and sky. Yeah. Wonderful. But there again, I did see an image um, when we had some really high tides over the winter. Mm. 
where the sea was basically right up to the little ramp where you mm, come down onto the beach. It does actually. So that's a point worth noting. Yeah. Is actually around Wells, um, the sea is very a very tricky customer. Yeah. So it can the t- that tide can come in very quickly. Yes. And there are every summer people stranded and having to be rescued by the you've coast guard. To, you've got to be careful. You've got to watch yeah. your tides. And the thing is, because it goes so far out, people have a tendency to walk really far out. Yeah. And then they don't leave enough time to get all the way back. Yeah. And actually, my mum was caught out when she was a child at Wells, oh. and I believe had to be rescued by the coast guard because she got stranded out on when the oh, tide came dear. in on them. Yeah, Crikey. indeed. So it's very yeah. important to. Um, the sea is a cruel mistress. It is. And, and got she to must be respected. Keep an eye on those mm, tidal tides. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, going in Holcombe, yeah, it's, it's, it's fabulous there, isn't it? Oh, it's lovely. And Holcombe's you, a lovely there can day be, out. There could be loads of people, but, mm. but um, the beach feels like it's your own. Absolutely. Um, and at or, any time of year as well. At any time yeah. of year. I mean, dogs are allowed on certain North Norfolk beaches at certain times of year and certain parts of the year. I think between May and September, they're only allowed on certain parts, depending on what beaches you're going to. Yeah. Um, so if you've got a dog and you want to go on the beach, obviously check, check. those. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, I mean, we've been in the winter for winter walks and it's just... Oh, where it's oh, kind of sandblasted our ankles. It's just... Doesn't it? That's the sand just whipping across. Mother Nature yeah. fabulous, yeah, really. Just, you've got to see it all, all seasons, haven't you? Yeah. To really appreciate yeah. the North Norfolk coast. Absolutely. Um, or, or you can drive along to Holcombe. Let yep. you park in there yep. uh, and head out onto the beach. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, you can park. There is that, is it Lady Anne's Drive? Yeah. Queen Anne's Drive? Lady Anne's Lady Drive. Anne's I think Drive. They're, yeah. they're either building or, built or have built a new visitor centre there, which we haven't yeah. actually explored yeah, built, yet. Yeah, it's built. Oh, okay. We've got well, to go and check it that's out. That's always really quite busy, especially if you, mm. even if you try and go there something like Boxing Day. But yeah. there are other places, so we we tend to park within Holcombe. Yeah. There's normally there's a very nominal fee, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. And the wonderful thing about that is, is once you've paid to park in Holcombe, you can then explore... Holcombe Parkland and Estate as, as well, whole, yeah. yeah, which is fabulous. And and there's obviously we're concentrating on the coast today, so that's another a whole another episode. But um, for a normal fee, and then you can just walk down, can't yeah. you, and basically get to the coast it's that really way. Good. So that's what we tend to do. So yeah. fantastic, beautiful, beautiful walks there. It is, and I mean just just to sort of um, uh, underline that, really, it is uh, it's an area of um, outstanding natural beauty. Yeah. So you know, does what it says on the tin, basically. It does. Now we're heading heading out of Holcombe. Mm-hmm. Heading uh, west. West, yes, always going west. Go west. Sounds, <laughs> I was going to say it sounds like a song. <laughs> Go anyway, west. <laughs> yes, and we're heading towards the Burnhams. After okay. Burnhams, but the I, Burnhams. I'm just uh, we're, we're not going to talk about Burnham Market. Mm-hmm. That can be we're a whole new. We're not going to talk about new... too much of the no, Burnhams. Just no. going to sort of drive through at speed. Yeah, <laughs> not breaking not any, not breaking any limits. Oh no. 40 mile an hour through there I think probably could be 30 <laughs> anyway <laughs> whatever it is yep. whenever I'm going through the Burnhams I like to pop into Burnham Overy Stave yeah yeah well if you're on the doesn't the A149 does that go through it Burnham? doesn't go through it you have to uh, come off okay. uh, and around uh-huh. but you can go down to Burnham Overy Stave mm-hmm. and I, I, I really like just go down there just to see the tides coming in and out mm. And uh, it's really nice. There's a little, little tiny key there, and you can stand mm. there, and the the ti- the, the, the tides coming nice really key, fast actually. to go out. Yeah, yeah we've taken some lovely pictures there, actually. Um, so we go from there, and then we come out and we head towards Burnham Norton. Now, another really nice place I like when I'm driving along there mm. is the road. Um, you come down to a, a windmill, oh, uh, which yeah. I think is National Trust, and we've been yeah. we've been up that way. They opened it one day, didn't yeah. They? 
Uh, and we, I think we all went to the top of that one. Yeah, I think it was like yeah. it's like a residential, like yeah, school can, residential place. No, you or could, anybody can hire it. I think. Can they? Yeah, yeah, you can hire okay. it. It's got like bunk rooms yeah. and uh, ki- uh, kitchens and bedrooms. Yeah, and open. yeah. it was open like for an open day. It was yeah, cool. just to yeah, yeah. So you come down past that past that window and you take a tight bend and you've got this um uh, like like a pond mm, there yeah. and you've got like a water mill and a little mm. bridge going over it and there's this cottage there called Mrs. Pretty's Cottage. Mm-hmm. Which I think is owned by the National Trust, so you can stay there as well. Uh, or is it Mrs. Preddy's? I don't know. Something like that. Um, but you, you can say it's very picturesque. Mm, it's very, and, and it's also, it's quite, again, it's quite iconic. I think most people that have driven along there, or certainly through Ben, maybe say, well, yeah. know that white overhanging. Is it like a grain store or something like that? Yeah, or I think another bit that. of the mill yeah. or something like that? But it sort yeah. of slightly overhangs the road. Very sort of just slightly little bridge to the road. Overhangs that yeah. little bridge there, the humpback again, bridge. Again, it's yep, very. Yep. Yeah, it's very recognisable. Yeah, picturesque. Yeah. And lovely. And then continuing sort of back on the coast road. Yeah. And the coast road definitely goes through this Burnham and Burnham Deepdale. It is. Definitely straight through that one. Yeah, where um, Dale Gate Market is. Detail backpacking. Yes, fabulous sort of uh, hostel and campsite. Yeah, it's lovely actually, lovely, lovely campsite and a, a backpackers hostel there. Yes, and, yeah, absolutely, yeah. and uh, it's almost it was literally a stone show away from um, Brancaster Stade as well. Yeah, and what I yeah. would say about that whole little area is there's some fantastic walks to be had yeah. around there. We've done some really lovely circular walks around um, Brancaster Stade. And there's also um, a couple of very nice eateries, stroke pubs, stroke rooms. Yes. There. Yeah. Brancaster Stade, the White yeah. Horse. Yes. Where you can stay, dine, drink, drink. eat, yes. whatever. Uh, yes. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's fabulous there. We've stayed, we've stayed in the garden rooms there, we have, haven't we? Which yeah. are lovely. We've, sta- we've stayed inside as well. And, and in yeah, the main yeah. main part of the, of the, of the pub. Yeah. Um, and they're soon, soon um, will be opening their marsh side again, which yes, is, like which an is amazing. Tented area, sort yeah, of tented area, area right down the bottom by yeah. to look, overlook the marshes, and big on seafood. Obviously, yeah. Well, at the back, you've also yeah. got the Stay Smokehouse. Yes. Where Phil is there, yeah, smoking, Smoky Phil, yeah, Smoky Phil, smoking as he likes fish, to be called. Literally, well, does, anyway. caught on the doorstep. Yeah. of the Stay Smokehouse which is it the is. fabulous thing and then lit- just up the road a little bit a tiny bit more I say, it's the Jolly Sailors Yeah, which I think again we've mentioned both these places before because they are really favourite Norfolk um, destinations of ours uh, Jolly's is wonderful for families it's really relaxed um, great atmosphere perfect for families and always yeah. whenever we've been always stacked full of families yeah it's buzzing uh, it's, it's a it's a place relaxed. where you can go and your family you know yeah. eating with families can be a nerve wracking experience because children aren't by nature quiet which is their privilege um and wonderful thing is you don't have to keep saying shh be quiet or be on your best behavior at the jollies because um because it's just sort of there's always a a low hum of conversation and you know if there's sport like the rugby or anything like that they've got that on there so the um, shanty men the nelson shanty men there on a monday evening yeah yeah yeah. and they also do gigs there occasionally don't they they do yeah yeah. they have sort of a cider and ale festival in the garden sometimes yeah and they've got lovely play equipment in the garden as well for the the kids it's very, very family orientated, and the White Horse is sort of, I'd say, the White Horse is very much more geared towards probably older families, couples. Yeah. It's great for celebrations. Yeah. So we went there. Did we go there for your dad's seventieth? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. 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 So um, in the conservatory there, they also yeah. do a mean afternoon tea, 
Ooh, which oh, is yeah, yes and if yeah. you do go for afternoon tea don't eat lunch because honestly <laughs> it is ample um but they and if you stay there the rooms are lovely the breakfast is fantastic um yeah. can't speak highly enough for either of those places really. we, we normally eat with the kids in there in the bar area which is the more relaxed yeah. part of it as well which is yes yeah which is good in the evening, yeah but you can eat in the courtyard out the front or on the conservatory the conservatory is amazing it's got this panoramic view of the yeah. um marshes is it behind yep. yeah 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 all um, of that, so that's, yeah. Indeed, fantastic. Yeah, going back to to, to Deepdale, because mm. um, during the course of the year, they hold some events there, don't they? They hold different markets. Lots of events, yeah. Yes, yeah, so they have a spring market. In normal times, obviously. Yeah, and, mm. uh, and we will be back there. Mm. We will be back and there. they will be back, yeah. Uh, and they hold a Christmas market. Yeah. Which is all local sometimes. people, and they have pop-up shops on there as well, yes. with all local artisan producers. Yeah, music festival sometimes in the automs. Yeah, yeah. Autumn. yeah, which been we've to been that. to. That's really good as well, isn't it? Yeah, really good. Really and, good um, Yeah, and they've got really, really, really high green credentials there, haven't they? Yes. Which is what they... Yeah, yeah. It's an amazing yeah. place. Again, well worth checking out. Yeah. Um, oh, still on the subject of Burnham Deepdale, mm-hmm. I've got a few historical facts for you, nice, Andrew, which nice. I know you'll lap up. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Burnham Deepdale has got strong Roman links oh, and is part of the route yeah. of the Norfolk Coast Path, Pedder's Way. Okay, which starts yeah. at Nettishall in Suffolk and ends at home next to the sea. Wow. I know. The entire trail's 93 miles long, oh, but you can walk got, sections in one day. So we've got to do that. I know, point. definitely. Yeah. Um, it's also a uh, home to a multitude of wildlife because of yeah. the um, marshes and sea banks and creeks. Um, uh, a rare beauty spot um, uh, that's accessible from Burn Deepdale is Sculpt's Head Island. Yes, yeah, yeah. Actually, when we when we walked up the back, um, when we were at the music fest, we went up oh, to the yeah. high land, high field yes, at the back. Yeah. You could see right across to Skullhead. Yes, you? yeah. It's an offshore barrier island and a National Trust bird watching reserve. Okay. So again, one for the twitchers. Yeah, yeah. Fabulous. Excellent. Still in Burnham Deepdale, which is actually a, packs in a lot for such a small location. Um, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, St Mary's Church uh, is... Just, just over the road there, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah from yeah. Dalegate Market. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it, apparently it has a beautiful, and it's renowned, renowned for its beautiful stained glass windows. Oh, okay. um, I haven't been inside that church. No, yet. we need to explore yeah. these churches. It's a round tower church, Norman yep. in origin. Mm-hmm. Um, it has been restored, but it's still got a wealth of original character, apparently. Um and it houses one of the greatest medieval art objects in Norfolk, mm. the Saxon Labours of the Month's font. Oh, right. I wow. know. Why okay. haven't we seen this? I know. Um, it's a large square stone block, the yeah. body carved on three sides, and the fourth is blank. And they think that's probably because it would have stood against a wall originally, not that, because they yeah, just yeah. couldn't be bothered to go worrying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those lazy Saxons. <laughs> anyway, so it absolutely um so again like all these other places we've mentioned today burnham deep Bill, perfect place if you just want a holiday um but there are uh, you know and it's got an excellent beach um yep. uh, next door in brancaster yep. burnham's and holcomb are only a short distance away but uh, fundamentally there's just a wealth of history to explore as well and, and yeah. wildlife i know it's just something for everyone so um leaving burnham Deepdale and Brancaster Stave. Yes. Where yes. next? Heading just a tiny bit along mm-hmm. is Brancaster itself. Ah, Brancaster. Lovely. Yes. Beautiful Brancaster. And um, National Trust Estate. 
They are the custodians of Brancaster. Okay, yeah, mm -hmm. right, yeah. okay, okay. Thank you for that bit of knowledge. <laughs> I didn't know. Yes, you did. <laughs> Perhaps I did. <laughs> anyway, um, the thing I like about is the beach at Brancaster. Yeah. Uh, you, you turn down, you take a really long road. Mm -hmm. down to, now, uh, you have to be careful down there. That is where you your car could end and up. We have and... been. <laughs> Quite we close. just we decided it's been to touch and go, hasn't it? Yeah, we decided to park <laughs> up and walk down, didn't we? Because you yeah. can park up in Brancaster and walk down as well. Yeah, but there is a car park at the very end there, uh, and um, it's just a fabulous beach. Yeah. You you go through kind of like um, the dunes, yeah, and it opens up onto the beach. You got the golf course there as well. Yes, yeah, haven't you? Um, which is amazing. That and the, a golf course right right on the mm. beach there. Yeah, but we've got quite a few of those there, haven't we? Yeah, actually? but that one's right down yeah, there, isn't it? And it I think is. that part of the time it gets cut off as well by the, <laughs> by the, so, by yeah. the sea. Um, but it's big. Uh, whenever we go, there's a lot of kite surfers, isn't there? And, yeah, that's because, yeah. Andrew, let me stop you there. Whenever okay. we go, it's blowing an absolute well, gale. Yeah. <laughs> so this <laughs> is the last few times we've been to Brancaster. Um, and I, again, I... I'm not quite sure why. It could just be our excellent luck. <laughs> it is so windy um, that, yes, there are lots of kite surfers there. <laughs> and one of the times we went, we actually literally had to leave the beach, so windy it was. <laughs> that was pretty windy. That was one But, like, yeah, if yes. you can tolerate a bit of wind, um, then there are some, yeah, kite surfers and um, wind surfers and all that kind of thing going on there, isn't yeah, there? So, yeah, yeah. And um, some, sometimes I've been there, they've had the, um, what are the kite buggy things. Oh, yeah, they? those things that are like little go-karty things attached Whipped to Whipped across it. the it's sand. crazy, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. It looks like fun, though. I'd, I'd love to have a go. Yeah, but, but it can uh, be quite dangerous. Oh, uh, well. I've got some memories of Brancaster because we used to go to Brancaster Beach a lot when I was a child. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, but so what I remember is parking up. We couldn't just walk down to the beach and, you know, erect all of our seaside stuff there. No, yeah. no. We had to walk like half a mile up to a really, let me, you know, it was idyllic. Was this your dad? <laughs> we wanted you to... <laughs> yes, yeah, it really was. If he's listening, he'll know. Um, so it was this isolated little sort of beauty spot of an inlet, which was completely and utterly... Um, yeah, there were no there were no other people there, um, and it was always really beautiful and gorgeous. But so yeah. I remember us sort of we had a blow up dinghy as you did in the eighties, yeah. <laughs> chucking all our stuff in it, and it took usually at least two or four of us to carry it up, yeah. walking it up the whole beach. So by the time we got to the um, this beautiful little spot, this isolated idyllic spot, normally we were absolutely shattered. <laughs> You had to day at the beach, um, but we go there. But we swim. But one of the most wonderful things about that um, that trek paid off on at least two yeah. occasions because we ended up swimming with seals. Wow! In this little inlet, inlet. Yeah, yeah. So we'd walk all yeah. the way up to this little inlet. Yeah. And um, there used to be some sort of like a wreck or a pontoon, or I don't know. There was something in the water. I can't remember what it was. It was yeah. a while ago. And anyway, um, we'd be sort of swimming in there and playing in there. Literally, just us, no one else for miles. <laughs> And then this like shiny black head would pop up out of the water oh, near us, wow. and then there was another one. There were normally only two, and um, and they'd be swimming. Around. They they kept their distance from us, and we we respected the same. Um, but uh, but yeah, and that happened on a couple of occasions. That's oh, actually quite a special memory. Yeah, yeah. Even though the walk to this wonderful place where we used to pitch up was really quite quite a hike. What about the walk back though? Crikey! Yeah, I know. Yeah, I can't even. Be... I probably blocked that from my memory. <laughs> still in Brancaster so obviously it's got this amazing beach um, but it's also got um, the Roman fort site uh, Branadunum is that Brana how you pronounce it Branadunum Branadunum I'll Branadunum. leave that one to you I think 
Um, we possibly aren't <laughs> pronouncing that correctly, um, but it's spelt Branadunum. Um, so it's a, a Roman fort site on the uh, Brancaster estate, and Time Team apparently spent a week uncovering some of the secrets. Oh, okay. Branadunum in 2012, Channel 4's Time Team. Indeed, and you can actually, from the coastal path, you can actually walk past the site, can't you? Well, you have done, haven't we? You're, mm. with, yeah, with... Can you walk through the site as well? I think, I think you can because so, yeah. there's a gate and there's a sign that sort of tells you what's, what's where. There, yeah. it, you know, to all intents and purposes, to the naked eye, it looks essentially like a field. Yeah. But obviously, there are lots of other geographical yeah. indications that the fort was there, and it's been sort of pretty well excavated, I think, and it's researched. Amazing, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so right up there on the coast, fabulous, amazing. Okay, so we're we're now heading out from Brancaster. Mm-hmm. And along to an, another favourite haunt of mine whenever <laughs> I'm passing through, and, and that is into Titchwell. Titchwell, yeah. Okay. And I love to stop at Titchwell Manor. Ah, oh, Titchwell Manor, yeah. Okay. And uh, all times of year, I just love love to pop in there. Um, I do love it around the festive season, because mm. they do these amazing mince pies. And they've got the roaring fire as well. Yeah. And they're really yeah. friendly as well, aren't they? They're always so friendly when yeah. you stop in. Yeah. And it's, well, it's just a, it's a, a it's a, Fabulous place to stay. Yeah, lovely rooms. Yeah, gorgeous rooms. all different, all different rooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've they've got there and fabulously decorated. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've got some uh, rooms with hot tubs outside mm-hmm. as well. And the food, obviously, amazing. Yes, the yeah. food there. Um, uh, I've been to well, I've been to one of the supper clubs there because they run some. Did supper we clubs. decide it's got three AA rosettes? Yes, I think so. <laughs> In the previous podcast, I let's think not we... get into that again. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty well. It's pretty multi award. Yeah, it is a winning. Definitely. So you can even pop in for a drink, mm-hmm. um, or you can pop in some, for some food. It's got a lovely conservatory there for some more kind of like fine dining and all the eating rooms, mm-hmm. uh, and it's got a lovely garden there as well. Mm, so it's, it's very beautiful. Beautiful location, location there, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, no, it is. And um, when I when we asked um, on our Instagram. Um, the Enjoying Norfolk Instagram, what your memories are of the North Norfolk coast. Um, uh, Titchwell Manor weddings, because you can have weddings there. You can. Their best memories were weddings at Titchwell Manor. Oh. I know. Which, oh, they will <laughs> be back. Which was a very sweet response. I yeah. know when I said that to them. They will be back, guys. Just hang on in there. Um, yeah, Titchwell's lovely. The other thing about Titchwell, again, one yes. for uh, Birdwatch's uh, RSBB. Oh. Yeah, Titchwell. Titchwell. Yeah. Marshes there. Yeah. Titchwell um, Reserve there, which is uh, great. I've been, I've been in there. You have a long yeah. time ago, yeah, but time ago. our youngest son received RSPB membership for Christmas. He did. So hopefully when things open up, we can go and have a look at he, it again. He can get us all in, can he? He can get one himself and a friend. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... That's, you know, that's half of us. Will he choose me or you? <laughs> I think he'll probably choose his brother, actually, not us at all. So, yeah, that, love Titchwell. So we have come to our final seaside stop of the day. Oh, Thornham. It's a bit sad, really. I do like to chat about this coast. <laughs> I know. I could literally uh, talk about the North Norfolk coast forever. And I am... What this sort of thing really makes me... Um, it just makes me want to go back there. And I'm mentally uh, putting just, together a little to-do list in my yeah. head, you know, later on in the year and in the summer, and hopefully when restrictions ease, of all these places I want to revisit. And the places yeah. I can't even remember, some of the sort of historical facts that we've mentioned today, we haven't been to these places in a few years. And I want to go back and see what they're like and just revisit them and yeah, you know, definitely. enjoy them again. Just, I just love just driving along that coast Listen, road. We could pack out the yeah. whole summer. Just yeah, from, just from the things we've mentioned in this podcast, basically. Yeah. So, um, yeah, absolutely. And if you've heard things today which um, 
uh, pique your interest um, and you're planning to come to Norfolk for the summer, then yeah, jot down a little to-do list and, um, and, and check them off. And we'd love to hear about how you get on. Obviously, if you've got any um, feedback or memories or things you're planning to do, then let us know because we do love to hear about um, you know how useful the things we mentioned in the podcasts are. Yeah, so, and what you get up to this summer. Yeah, North and equally, Norfolk. it might yeah. be something we haven't thought of. I know, because we're always on the on the lookout for new ideas and we inspiration. Are. Aren't we, we are. We? So Thornham. Thornham. Yes. yes. Yep. So um, again, originally a harbour village. Um, yes. Between yep. Titchwell and Home. Yep. Okay. Yep. The beach at Thornham can be yep. accessed via a walkway. Which passes the old windmill. Oh, yeah, I don't know whether I've been down to the beach there. You yeah, you have because um uh it's got so it's got many famous sites. First of all, it's got oh. those kind of sticks that stick up on the marshes and you've taken pictures of them. Oh, oh it's home dunes, isn't it? A bit further yeah, on actually yeah. I'm thinking of that you yeah. access you go down to the lifeboat inn at Thornham yeah. and then you carry on down, straight down. Yes. Yeah, it's like that's the old that's dunes. the old har- that's the uh, no, that's the old harbour. Okay. By the by the the near the lifeboat inn. Yes. Yeah, and you drive down. Yeah, yeah. that's the old harbour at Fornham. Ah, Fornham Old Harbour. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah, so that's. And the lifeboat inn is a fantastic little bolt hole, isn't it? It's got oh, a real yeah. feel of pole dark about it. If yeah, I tell you what, if there yeah. were smugglers and pirates hanging around Thornham, they'd be at the lifeboat. Yeah. By that, fi- by that big fire in yeah, the front there. Yeah, that's yeah, a fantastic place. Yeah, that'd be place. them. Um, so anyway, so you can. But apparently, it's got many sites and points of interest. One of which is the old barn, which apparently. Was uh, it was once? I don't know if it still is. The most the most photographed building in England. Yeah, uh, yes, because uh, it's just there it's like, with a whole expanse. Yeah, it's isn't like it? a focal point. The only sort of structure yeah. uh, in an entire expanse of sort of nature, I yeah. suppose. And it was also used as Pip's house in a BBC production of Great Expectations. Uh, yes, I hear that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually a coal barn. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, oh, apparently. They used to, they used to, um, well, when it was a bigger harbour there, mm. used to bring the ships in and unload all the coal into it to supply North Norfolk huh, with okay. coal. Yeah. Oh, very interesting. Yeah. It's very interesting. Um, so Thornham's got very strong military links. And oh, apparently, okay. um, every now and then, people do still find World War II ammo on the beach. Do they? Mm, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, even the mud is famous, apparently. Because there are uh, a number of mud flats and salt marshes which are protected. Right. And it is home to an extreme tidal system. Dun, mm. dun, dun, yeah. Which leaves the area difficult to walk along at some times, which is, yeah. as we were discussing, I think almost all of that area has got an extreme tidal system, yeah. actually, I think. Yeah, yeah. As we said, just got to, just got to watch it. Plan mm. ahead and be, yeah. be sensible. Don't just sort of venture out. Willy-nilly. Willy-nilly, yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, Thornham itself, the village, uh, is full of history and local myths and stories of smugglers Ooh. loading off contraband along the secluded beaches. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love it. Love so, it really love. is sort of pole yeah. dark. Um, no, Moonfleet. 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 Yeah. It's very Moonfleet. Oh, I love it so much. Um, there are a few nice places to stay and some very beautiful old streets to explore back from from the sort of uh, the beach. Yeah. Um, obviously, we mentioned the lifeboat. Um, the Thornham, is it General Stores? What's that? Is that Thornham? Uh, you've got the stores? deli. You've got the deli. Yeah. The Thornham deli there. That's it, yeah. Which that's is a, fabulous, another one I pop into for mm. a bit of lunch when I'm driving along. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's really nice. You've got a nice shop next to it. And then you head up a little bit further to a place we've spoken about before, Drove Orchards. Oh, of course. 
orchards. Yeah. Drove orchards. Drove yes, orchards. It's just long just way, up there. isn't it? Yeah. yeah Thornham, which is a little collection of sort of shops, and it's got a couple of eateries now. It's got Eric's Fish and Chips. Yep. Again, um, if we were going to finish our virtual journey with fish and chips, it would be Eric's. It would. And yes. he also, Eric Snaith of Eric's Fish and Chips, owns Titchwell Manor. Titchwell Manor. And Eric's Pizza. And Eric's Pizza, yes. Which also drove orchards. And they're pretty good pizzas, yeah. We had one of those yeah. not too long ago, didn't we? So they're very, very nice. So, so yeah, nice selection of, yes. of shops there. Um, pick your own orchard as well. Yeah, pick your own orchard yeah, there. Yeah. A, f- a few quirky shops around and a smokehouse as well, I think there is there. Yeah. Um, well, you can buy seafood and obviously the Drover Orchards Farm Shop. Yes, itself. The there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic place for us to stop today, I think. It is. Yes, let's stop for a little bit of fish and chips at Eric's. Sounds like a plan to me. Thank you very much for accompanying us today on our whistle stop tour of North Norfolk. This is the last episode in. Uh, season one of our Norfolk and Good podcast series. Mm-hmm. We are going to take a few weeks break. Ah, yes. I'm going to do, do a bit of smuggling and lawlessness on the North <laughs> Norfolk coast. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Andrew. <laughs> well, apparently it'll just be me coming back for season two in a few weeks. <laughs> I will probably be locked up by some Marines or something. Um, so all silliness aside, yeah. Andrew... Um, I, I'm not going to do any pirating or anything. That's always reassuring to you. <laughs> Dearie me, unless it's Easter eggs. Anyway, we will be back in a few weeks' time with um, season two. We've got some exciting plans for that already. Yes. Um, meanwhile, you can take this opportunity to catch up with uh, any episodes that you may have missed of the Norfolk and Good podcast. You can also um, still get some daily Norfolk inspiration via our Enjoying Norfolk Instagram account. And we're also very active on social media. Yep. So do check us out there. Um, we've already mentioned that we love to hear your feedback, ideas and suggestions and uh, ways you're enjoying Norfolk. We're always on the lookout for new ideas ourselves, so that would be great. Definitely love to hear from you. Indeed, yeah. And if, you, um, if you've if you enjoyed listening um, and could leave us a positive review wherever you downloaded the podcast from, that would be most appreciated as well. Yeah, it? great. Yeah. That'd be very kind. Um, in the meantime, stay well. We look forward to speaking with you and enjoying Norfolk with you again soon. Um, And we'll be back in a few weeks' time. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to season two. Season two. Yeah, great. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.